If there is anything you take away from today's episode, it will be having faith, building confidence, and getting consistent. Why, you ask? That's because today's topic is all about taking risks and betting on yourself. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Creatively Enhanced, the show that is dedicated to visual artists and creative entrepreneurs. I'm your host and artist mastermind, Chantel. As an artist, you must find what it is that makes your work unique. And I will say, it is already unique because of you, and there is no the you in the world. Becoming an entrepreneur as an artist, it is a process. It sounds like a lot of work, and I will guarantee you it is but you can do it. First, it starts as an idea in your head, right? And then a vision. Then you decide, okay, I'm gonna make this a business. But as you start getting into things, you realize this is too much work and fear creeps in. Especially if you're a creative like myself, you begin to experience imposter syndrome and feeling like you can't do it. And you're looking around at what everybody else is doing, just stop, don't compare yourself. Why do you think there are so many options of the same thing when you go to the store? You think that cereal companies on the same shelf as another cereal company didn't think about their competitive market before getting their cereal on the shelf? Of course they did. They still pursued the dream and got their cereal on the shelf. And that is the same thing with your art. Regardless, if you do illustrations or 3D graphics, the world needs you. The art market needs your style because the art world is ever-changing and evolving. Things are in constant movement, trending, and updating daily, weekly, and yearly. When I first started painting, I was really nervous about not being accepted. I have struggled a lot in my past with rejection and being overlooked and rarely found support on my creative outlets until I decided to have faith in myself and just start painting. It was something that sparked my interest, and I honestly did not have any art background or knew of any knowledge of painting until that moment. My first art show in a group exhibition, I was really nervous, but I learned a lot about getting started. So today, I'm going to share several key takeaways from when I started building my art business. Number one, I'm always, always going to say this. Just have fun and get started. Once you start, you will be able to discover ways to home in on your skills and analyze areas of improvement down the road. I still have my first painting and the cracks, the creasing and the bubbles from the fluid acrylic was really a work in progress. But over time, I used that same painting and researched how to make my fluid art better. If I would have never started, how would I improved over time? If you don't practice, how can you get better at it? Number two, do your research. Research the art market and get a feel of the type of art you're interested in or currently working on. Even if you're an established artist, there's always room to grow. Start connecting with other artists online or in the community to see what is happening. This is the perfect opportunity to build relationships with curators and gallery owners. When I started doing this, it sparked my creativity and motivated me to want to improve the quality of my work. Guys, if you are established as an artist already, 
and it's been a year or even six months that has passed, and you're not trying to learn ways to improve your skills, please reconsider. Start thinking about ways of how you can improve the quality of your work and how you present yourself as a professional. And I promise you that doing this will open more opportunities and sales. Doing this will lead to collaborations and help you brand yourself even the more so. Doing this will lead to divine opportunities, guys. I I promise. Divine opportunities. The third takeaway that I'm giving you today is get the supplies and the resources that you need. Start investing in supplies, resources, programs, or anything else needed that does not always have to be expensive. But if you're an established artist, research what materials and resources will enhance your work and your business ethics. For example, if you want to sell a product of your art, but you're using the cash-only system, maybe it's time to look into an online payment system like Stripe, PayPal. Perhaps you're using the cheapest acrylics. Consider looking into a finer quality. Doing this will also allow you to increase your revenue and the quality of your work. The fourth thing is set up your business name. If you don't have one, you need to have one. Research and make sure the name is not taken. If you have a business name, great. (laughs) How are you presenting your name? When you're posting content online, do people connect your content with your name? Branding yourself and marketing yourself, which will be discussed in the upcoming episode, is so important, as well as having a name for your business. It's how you're identified. Finally, use social media. Get the word out about your work. Post consistently and be confident. Now, when you become consistent, you will naturally improve. People will take notice of your consistency. They're watching. They may not always comment or like a status or a post, but they are watching. But let's break this thing down. Consistency builds confidence. Confidence builds your faith. Your faith builds taking risk. And taking risk brings more opportunities and sales. Consistency does not mean posting on social media 10 times a day. Showing up for yourself on a routine schedule is part of being consistent. So let's do a consistency schedule breakdown. This is just an example that I used when I first started, especially. So when I first started, I said, okay, I want to increase engagement on social media. I started posting two to three times every single day. And what that looked like is I will post one post that was a static image, meaning a still image of myself or my art. Uh, My second post would be a quote, so something inspirational for my followers that represented me and my brand or what I believed in. And then the third post was a video of my content or me working behind the scenes. Very rarely do I post myself but I always posted my art. I got a lot of engagement. I think I even went viral once. Um, People wanna see the videos. And it's really up to you how you do it. I started posting every single day. I started setting my schedule and uh, scheduling my posts. And once I started doing that, over time, 
social media began to pick up on what my consistency looked like. So it started pushing my content to the For You page and started pushing my content to the front because it saw over time I was doing the same thing over and over and over in routine. My captions were not long. My captions were very simple that correlated to the post. And then on top of that, at the time in 2019, I was using all 30 hashtags. Today, I believe the hashtag amount uh, is three to five because it was just updated um, just recently, three to five hashtags. However, I did that every single day and I would pre-plan out my content. So what it looked like behind the scenes is I would actually paint and create. I would say, okay, today is content day. I'm gonna sit down on Mondays and give myself X amount of time and create post and content. So I'll be doing my artwork and I got my camera set up with my tripod. You can find them super cheap on Amazon or Walmart um, or a local uh, recording store. You get a, a tripod and put your phone on there or your recording device and you record yourself doing your, your work. It doesn't have to be perfect, guys. You ain't gotta be the top tier videographer to record content. I literally place my phone, camera, pointed at my art, and would just show myself pouring my art. I used apps like InShot to edit my video at that time. I would edit my videos to add a little music in the background, make it all suave, and then I would save the videos. So on day one, I'm gonna make a post for one piece of my art. And then sometimes I will use the same art for two days and just kind of make multiple videos and multiple posts correlating to that art piece. And then on Tuesdays, that's my day where um, I was looking at the engagement. Okay, what is my audience doing when they're looking at my post? Your social media pages should be set to a business or creator account. And that should be across the board because you want to see the analytics, the data, the reports of what's happening when you're posting your content. And I forgot to add on Mondays when I created my content, then I would post online and schedule my post out for two to three days. Um, if I got enough content, I could schedule out, you know, two weeks worth of content. And I never have to touch social media because everything was scheduled. Um, now they have built into like Facebook and Instagram scheduling schedulers. So you don't even have to touch it. You literally can just put your post on there, even if it's one time a day and have content ready for however many days you prepare for. Right. So back to the next day, I will look at the data and analytics to see what's happening. Um, you'll see, okay, in the last 24 hours when you post it, this is how many people engaged on your post who went back and looked at your profile, who became a follower. After 30 days of doing that consistently, I started getting followers because social media started pushing, the algorithm started pushing my content out to people who have the same interests of what I'm posting. And keywords are super important. So the nice thing about today's time compared to 2018 and 19, you can type in your keywords and search for something you're looking for on, on social media and your post may pop up because you use specific keywords in your caption, right? So 
that's that for that day. The next day, I follow up with, you know, maybe somebody reached out to me. And typically I do this, you know, every single day. But um, I follow up. I get engaged. If somebody comments on my post, respond. It don't always have to be a question like, oh, what do you think about this painting? Or, oh, what do you think about this product? It could just simply be thank you. And if you have someone who's truly interested in your comments, back channel them and say, hey, uh, what do we need to do for you to have this in your home and negotiate? Or, you know, whatever you have to do, whatever's going on, respond. People like to see that you're responsive. There's no fun when people are commenting and supporting your your adventures and your, like, MIA. <laughs> also, by responding to people pushes your algorithm as well. Um, now, how does this build faith, you ask? So you build a schedule. How What your routine is going to look like. How you're going to be consistent. Whatever that looks like for you. It could be once a week. If you do that once a week for a month, that's what the algorithm is going to say. But if you start once a week and then you start randomly posting, you might not get as much engagement and your views and your likes might be low. And I know because I've done it and I've been testing it out. It's tried and true. But when you start doing it consistently, the algorithm will pick that up and push it out. Now this builds your faith because you see it happening. You see the results after a month. And you're like, wow, I see the results after a month. I feel, I feel more confident in doing this and I believe I can continue to do this. And the faith is things that you can't see. It's the evidence of the unseen and you're still doing it because you believe in the unseen. So you're believing now like, wow, this is happening. I can see it. I'm believing in the future for the unseen of what opportunities could lead to the next step, right? So you're building your faith. And how does this cause you to take risks? You're, you're betting on yourself now. I believe in what I'm doing. I'm consistent. People who are watching, someone's watching to see your consistency. They're watching to see if you're going to keep doing this because they're interested in what you're doing. They're not going to jump right off the bat to invest their dollars into your business unless they see something's really happening. Unless they see reviews. Unless they see you being consistent and showing up for yourself every day. Did you know that art is also healing? People buy art because it gives them a sense of peace and healing. I have an art collector right now who bought a piece of art who looks at it just for meditation because they feel a sense of peace when they look at my artwork. And that's what art does. It has the impact to help someone. That's why the world needs you because it could be your style of art that brings healing to someone else that can help someone enhance their creativity. Business owners need art in their offices because a piece of art that has your spark of creativity is what will help them to be creative in their businesses, bosses, managers, CEOs. They need that aesthetic in their life. <laughs> they need a you. And how does this lead to open opportunities? Well, again, you're consistent. You're building your faith. You're taking risk. People see that. You're networking. You're getting out there. You're researching. You're showing yourself that you're serious about this thing. Now, I feel like there's somebody right now listening going, well, I got a full-time job, and I got kids, and I got a, a spouse, and I got A, B, and C, but <laughs> I did it. Full-time job and all. My job was stressful. 
I'm not even going to stay where I worked at because it was just very stressful. Um, (laughs) But I still did it. And that's what gave me peace and joy. I still did it having twin babies, twin toddlers, actually, and a teenager and a husband. So if I could do it, you could do it. I just have to make time for myself to be consistent. I had to create a schedule and a routine to say, okay, on this day, Mondays and Tuesdays is my creation days because I knew the rest of the week I was going to be busy or maybe I didn't have time. Maybe your creation time is your days off on the weekend or during the week. Okay, I'm off on a Saturday. I know that I need to be recording and investing four hours, two hours or 30 minutes into my business or creating my art or just being creative. Even if you don't use it for a business, having that outlet of creativity will help you. It will help you build your faith and also build your confidence in yourself. So if you're not doing this already and you're already thinking about how can I get better as an artist, it's with these key steps. Being consistent. Just getting started, have fun with it. Research the market. What's happening? What's trending today? I know that's one thing I ran into as an artist too. I started off strong, y'all, strong. But then at some point, life hit, things happened, and I gave up art for like a whole year. (laughs) I literally walked away from art because I just didn't feel creative anymore because life happened. But then I realized, uh, I'm meant to be an artist, Chantel. You gotta get back up on your feet and pick up and start over. And when I came back after a year, I missed out on so much of what was happening. And I knew at that time when I had stopped, it's because I wanted better, but I just didn't know how to get better. I didn't know what it was gonna take for me to get noticed from gallery uh, gallery owners and curators. And I figured out the formula of that. And that's really improving the quality of who you are as an artist and an entrepreneur. A lot of people have art skills. A lot of people don't have business skills. They have creativity, but they don't have the business side of creativity. They just have the creativity. And you gotta have a balance of both. And I believe when I was in um, uh, in school, getting my bachelor's in entrepreneurial studies, I was told from my professor that uh, your business is about 80% and the creativity is about the other 20%. So, A lot of times we fail in our uh, creative ventures because we like the business side of it and we get stuck thinking, oh, it's just me being creative, but your creativity is going to take business. In the next episode, I want to break down how do we price our art and what do we do when it's time to start finding people to buy your art or even invest in your business? How do you look better and present yourself better? How do you build a portfolio, an artist statement, an artist biography? I know those things are kind of jumped ahead, but I just want you to know, when you start to get consistent, you start to take do the key takeaways that I've given you today, it really transitioned you into the next part of what I'm going to speak about. Also, in upcoming episodes, I'm going to be interviewing other artists that are professionals in the field of illustration, NFT art and technology, um, acrylic pours, abstract paintings, and, and artists that are actually exhibiting in solo exhibitions and how they got there, their stories, 
because their stories are truly testimonies to for you to help you overcome any fear, anything that's stopping you. The world is endless in possibilities. It is endless in opportunities. And the opportunities are there, so just reach up and grab it. Don't give up. That brings us to the end of this episode, and thank you so much for tuning in today. If anything, I want you to remember this. Opportunities are yours. Reach up and grab it. If you feel in your heart and believe you're being led to start an art business or maybe further your art career, you're in the right place. This podcast was created to be an inspiration and assistance for your art journey. If you want to connect with me, my email is listed in the notes section of this episode. Coming up, I will be discussing how to price your art using different pricing methods, including a free downloadable workbook. Be sure to visit my website and subscribe to stay up to date on my blog and new artist resources and releases. This podcast was created, produced, and recorded by Chantel Fulce Art, LLC. All rights are reserved.